All right, here at the Dallas Car Show. Super excited to be here. Welcome into another episode of Slab Talk. I'm your host, Amil Sarfani, and this is my sports car show. All right, I'm sitting here at NBA Diamond right now. I got my buddy Damien. You wanna say what's up? Hey, what's up? All right, we're gonna be talking about submitting a couple cards uh, to NBA Diamond for extra grading. And I wanted to talk to you really quickly just about yep. how, like, how do you decide, are there certain cars that you think are better for NBA Diamond stickers versus other cards? Like, are, is there a certain value above a certain value that you like to put these stickers on? Well, you know, we want to put, our sticker is going to be put on, it's not that we want to put it on, the card speaks for itself. Right. So the card is going to get the sticker to identify that it's better than where it is within the grade. If you have a nine, you know, you have a bottom nine and you have top nines, and that's kind of what we're doing. And then and with PSA, PSA doesn't really extinguish what Beckett did with their black labels and with their pristine and SGC. They did that. It kind of broke it out a little bit better on the modern cards. Um, you know, you're never going to find a pristine vintage card. I mean, there's really nice cards out there. But uh, if you look, you know, we have a lot of people that come and, and like what we're doing, but we want to tell people when you grab a card and you see our, our, our sticker on it, even though it's a silver or gold, you're like, this is a really good copy. Yeah. We want people to buy the card. We want them to look at the grade. We want to respect it, but don't buy the label. Buy the card and, and for that. And, you know, we're, we're, there's value. You're not losing anything with us. Yeah. And our price points are, we feel, are very, very reasonable to help everybody equity value up. And if you have a great card, we want to do that. We do find that the lower the price point of the card, a gold gives you much more equity value on a percentage oh, compared to like, so if you have a $100 card in a PSA 10 and you get a gold, you're probably going to get 200, 250, you know, which is a one and a half multiple, maybe a two multiple of 300. You're seeing that much of a difference? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, and then if it's a Kobe card, if it's a Michael Jordan insert card, yeah, absolutely. Those even bring more. So you have to take who the player is and what the card is. But then when you get to a $5,000 card, it doesn't say, well, now my five thousand dollar card is ten thousand. No, yeah, yeah. it's probably like six thousand or sixty two hundred. So you're I still twenty five percent, twenty percent increase. That's right. So that's what we're seeing is about on an average of about twenty five to thirty five percent, and then above, depending if the goes down. And then if it's an outlier, meaning that first of all, it's a really low pop hard card, and then we identify that this is even a little bit better, then you know it's there because. There's not a lot of buyers. Yeah. I mean, there's more buyers out there that want that, and they're willing to pay for it. And then it just, you know, basically you see an auction block, things go up. And uh, nice. so, you know, at the end of the day, we want, we're here to help people get the best maximized value for their card and understand that we want to educate everybody on what we know and, um, you know, help the hobby become a healthier place. Yeah. Yeah. So for people who think, or who I've heard one of the criticisms I hear is like, why would you create a card that's already great? This is like an extra level of grading. Correct. What do you say to that? And well, what I say to that is that uh, not you, everybody would agree that if I laid out 10 nines in front of you, they're not alike. Yeah. Uh, they're not, no card is identical. Right. So we are breaking that out uh, in, into those segments. And I say like sometimes we're bringing the cream to the top, right? Yeah. So we're not grading the graders. We are not saying that any of the grading companies did anything different. We 
we know that the grading companies are grading technical, okay? So they have a grading scale and there's a technical hard attributes to, for a grader to put that card into a bracket. Okay. We have added to that the quality piece, which yeah. we call, you know, some people call eye appeal. We call it quality. So we have quality with technical attributes. So when, you know, you look at a PSA 10, the real, the standards say 60-40. Now, six, some 60-40 cards don't look very good in, in the holder. Right, they just right don't right. present well. That doesn't mean it's not a 10. It, it fits all the criteria for being a 10, but okay. it just is not like, eh, okay, it was just at the bare minimum to getting there, where if you get a card that's 50-50, then all of a sudden that eye appeal, people, I'm, I'm seeing this after 25 years and seeing how the grading market has shifted up and down. People are really starting to buy the card again. They're yeah, starting yeah, to yeah. look at it. And, you know, a lot of people, the, the people that say, in my opinion, um, you're grading the grader are the same person that grabs this card and says hey you know what it's a PSA 10 why are you looking at it yeah like yeah. well hold on I'm a collector I want to look at the card I want to evaluate it and I want to be comfortable that this is what I want to buy I understand PSA gave it a rating now that puts me in parameters to look at it and, and agree or disagree or I want to spend that money yeah and that's all we're doing you yeah. know it, it helping people out it's definitely true. I mean, not all right. tens are alike, not all nines are alike. I think there's real value in, especially like PSA nines, and then y'all are determining better PSA nine versus other PSA right. nines. I think that's very interesting from uh, what you guys are doing. Right. I've actually gotten. Let's see if I can quickly find a couple that I've got graded from you guys. Um, but I'm really happy that I did because uh, they they do add an extra like appeal to it because they are graded from you guys let's see if i can find it i've got too many cards this is one i want to i want to grade with you okay yeah great warp speed great insert card yeah hard hard kind black borders the finest card in the 10 i mean this is this is definitely so this gets you know if this can it qualifies you know under our standards definitely it's more equity value it's going to take this and push it on, a, on another side than the other tens that are out there. So a card like this, which is my Tim Duncan Legacy Collection Row Zero, it's already so rare. Right. Do you think that getting an extra authentication from from you guys does anything for the card, even though it's already rare? It's well, this already... is well, I, yeah, and I, that's a question that we've been asked before, and I and I try to relate this to the autograph world. If you have a Babe Ruth autograph and you got a PSA DNA on it. And then you go get Jimmy Spence on it. Then you get Beckett on it. And you put that on an auction block, and it has all three. You're going to get at least the highest value and maybe more. Because really what has happened is now everybody said, hey, this is good, and it's there. It's not that anyone disagree, you know, saying it was bad. But I think the more you know, qualifications that you have to the card by people that are respected in the hobby... Um, can only be a positive thing. It's not a negative thing. Yeah. And um, you know, but in, in no time are we saying that a gold is a ten. You know, um, we everybody knows it's been in this hobby. There are some cards that get undergraded and overgraded a little bit, and there could be a potential that you know, if you crack it out, you bump it, it could go. And uh, you know, we've seen stuff. Uh, we've had multiple cards, and I say multiple, about six of them that were three tens and nine five pristines okay. that we gave black diamonds to, and they were sent in, and you know. Beckett agreed that they they actually warranted their black label, so we we were very happy and the customers and they, then that our sticker gave them a little bit, but then when they really got the Beckett black label, then they got even more of a value. So it really brought, dialed them in. We've had a couple that they said no, you know, but 
we also in our black diamond it's it's the one percent club okay yeah. so if it doesn't it designates that if there's not a black label out there it's still one of the best copies that you can get because of that quality piece that we're adding to the technical pieces so you're the difference between a gold a black a gold a silver what are your differences there well so one of the best way to explain it and, and everybody understands it is like on a PSA card if we put a silver on there we're saying it's a gem mint plus okay if you if you because there's no there's actually no subgrades right so we're saying this is a gem mint plus if we put a gold on there we're saying that it is a pristine type level oh, wow. you're, you're getting the those attributes that are there but you know and then if it's a black then we're saying it's way above that you know we, we've right now to date we have not broken the 350 marker on blacks out of about 80,000 cards that we've looked at okay so they're very difficult um, we've been on the road for three weeks and we have not given a black diamond out in three shows oh, really? so we haven't we haven't seen one we're gonna test the luck today <laughs> so you know that that's the easiest way to do that but we when you look at our standards we look at the front and back cards. centering is definitely our first criteria then front and back. Front and back. Yeah. Yes, our, our our back standards are a lot tighter than the, the standards that are written that Mike wrote for originally for PSA, okay. and that even Beckett looks at on there. So we we dial in a little bit tighter uh, to give you that that there, and then we go to the registry. So what is the front, you know, scratches and stuff like that, front and back. Then we go to the corners, and then we go to the edges. Okay. And the technical attributes still sit there, but um, you know. Where it really stands out is like I have a card in the case here, you know, a seven or a 1976 Walter Payton that's a PSA four, and it has a factory wrinkle on it. But the card has sharp corners and centered. It presents like a nine, but until you really look at it, but the card is so gorgeous. But for a four, it is a rocket ship. But mm. technically, it's graded correctly. Got it. But man, the eye appeal for all other fours compared to that, this is the one you want. Got at that price point it's interesting yeah. yeah i mean i think it's interesting enough where i'm gonna be i'm i'm submitting a couple cards so I, the, at the national i submitted my 2008 lebron james refractor with you guys I had some good luck got a gold sticker there testing my ability to pick out cards that i like the steph curry bowman 48 also got a gold so hopefully we'll have some good luck here as well i think the two or three cards i'm going to submit with you guys today is that warp speed okay i want to see what that does my tim duncan okay. legacy okay. flare showcase I'm also going to submit the 2007 Kevin Durant Finest Refractor. Um, and, uh, yeah, let's see how it does. What about something like this? This is the Tim Duncan Jambalaya insert in a BGS9. Okay. How do you, I mean, it's so already. Jambalayas yeah. uh, are notorious black border cards, die cut, you know, they were punched out. So uh, you find a lot of times that the black borders and the chipping is pretty indicative. And you, you have the traditional, what I call the, the nipple on the top of the card. Yeah. That is very traditional to jambalayas. Um, but it is a, a nick in the card. And that's, yeah. that was created because of the die cut. There's probably a burr on it when they were doing it. And a lot of times, because they were die cut it, you'll see that they're not centered very well. This one is centered beautifully. Yeah. Uh, this is a very, like, they line this one up correctly. Yeah. So... Um, you know, great cards. I mean, every the jambalayas have all types of love. I mean, they're yeah, just. Yeah. I mean, it's they're iconic. But because they have a lot of those defects, like yeah. that, that is that. A, how do you view that as someone who may grade that? Is that something you think I should grade or not? Grade? Oh, absolutely. I well, I, I bias because you know 
I'm one of the owners with Mike of the company. I, I think that anything that uh, that we put our sticker on shows that the quality's there. And you know, the packaging, you, you have some that are done, come with a nice card on the back. You know, you get a, once it's done, it's in our registry, there's a 600 DPI scan that you can blow up three times X and really look at the details of the card. And that's kind of a lot of people ask, so what's the protection? You know, it's a sticker, like, can somebody duplicate that? Yeah, the, you know what, anybody can duplicate anything. I always say if $100 bills can be made, then somebody can fake something. But what they can't fake is they can't fake the image that I put into the system that you can check with the, the serial number. So you put the company in, BGS, and the serial number, and then you look at it. So people that are out there and want to know if it's a legitimate NBA card, you go to the system and you check that, and uh, you, all you have to do is go, yep, that's the same card. Or, no, that's not the same card. And if it doesn't come up, you know, there's times that, you know, the, the, the serial number was put in incorrectly. If it doesn't show up, we're very obtainable to send an email, or if we're in the office Tuesday through Thursday, because we do a lot of shows, um, we'll uh, we'll see if it's that we made a mistake. And I can check very easily if it was there. Um, so, you know. But awesome. we're okay. So I appreciate it. Too? Uh, yeah. Why not? Okay, why not? Why not? Seventy-five dollars. Honestly, you're right. I don't think they. I think your pricing is pretty good. Well, so, so you know, an explanation on it. So I'm looking at this card. This this card here is nine five centering, and just in, you know, hard in this light. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna give a, a down, but the centering on, a, on on the front just definitely dials into a nine five. The corners obviously is a 10 because there's no corners on this card. Uh, the surface got a 9.5, so it didn't get played around a lot. It has an edge 8.5, and it has an edge 8.5 because of the traditional nick that I, that I told you about. We're not going to take off for that. Like this, if these all these other criteria are correct in our ability, this is a gold candidate. Um, this is a top notch there because we know that characteristically that this is on the card. It is still damaged but we know it comes almost 85% of the time on the card. So I was gonna ask you this because I think that's interesting. When it, when, do you grade it per set? So you know that this set traditionally has it, so you take that into account as part of your grading standards? Absolutely, we, you know, that's the one thing I think that differentiates coming to us and um, the experience with Mike being uh, the uh, first uh, employee and this first senior grader and, gra and setting the grading standards for PSA and uh, me doing this for 25 years. All of my knowledge I've learned from him for 25 years and then keeping in touch with what the characteristics are of the brand and the set. You have to take that a little bit into uh, when you grade a card because I always kind of, so people can really understand, it's like you, when you see an OPG card and it has straight edges, that wasn't traditional to what it was, right? So you really, so are you gonna say because it has a rough cut and there's some chipping on it, does that, on a technical attribute, yes, you should degrade for that, right? But if that is the characteristics of how it came out in the majority of the run, then it kind of moves up a little bit. You don't you don't go away from it. You give a, that leeway of where it's at. So that's a prime example. There's a little nick on there. It's an 8.5, they were right, you know, and but that's not, for us, it doesn't take away, especially the eye appeal on the front, and I don't see any chipping in this lighting on the back besides the traditional one. Yeah. And it might be a little bit heavier than, than sometimes it is, but it's not something we go, oh, well, you don't have to kill the card for that. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and that's what we try to explain to people. And uh, we don't, we do our best to dial in on all 
the, the, the brands. Um, we're learning every day because Panini, you know, making a rainbow is like 43 different <laughs> colors. And you got stuff in Hobby. You got first off the line. You got stuff in the dollar store. You got stuff in Target oh, and yeah. Walmart. So these are all different production lines that go. And they all have their own characteristics. So you kind of, you know, we're feeding off of them and, and figuring that out. And, um, you know, there's some things to dial in. You know, at first uh, six months ago when we were here in Dallas, uh, F1 was coming out. And we got a lot of cards in F1, and they were a little bit on the narrow side, which mm. would get you a mini zero, meaning that the card doesn't size. Um, so we went out, and we bought a box. We cracked it right here because uh, it was new and a thing. And what we found was the cut coming because that card is made overseas is traditionally they're, they're just, they're, their standards were a little short. So then it came into play that, okay, now we can say we're going to grade it instead of saying, hey, you know, there potentially could be something wrong with these cards. Right. But, you know, but you have to learn, you know, and, and if we don't, if we do, can't make a distinguishing factor, we will tell somebody get, we either need to take it back and do some research or we'll give it back to you, give your money back. And, you know, because we're not comfortable at the moment making that decision. So educating you, we're getting educated, too, every day, too, because there's new stuff coming out. And, you know, you see this stuff. And so, you know, what we want is we want everybody in the hobby to uh, get a get the deal that they want. Yeah. I always say a good deal is a deal that me and you agree on. And uh, and then everybody's happy, you know, and everybody's fair playing. And, and, you know, yeah, hey, everybody hates to sell a card for 500 and then realize two weeks later because a guy blew up, it goes for three grand. Yeah. But, hey, it happens, it happens you know, it happens to everybody. You know, just move on and, and, and play. But... Um, I tell people buy cards that you love and that fit what you what your parameters are yeah. and, and if, if you do that you're always going to go right you, you can't go wrong yeah that's okay. the message I'm going to let you go I okay. appreciate it thanks to Damien for taking some time out to do this really appreciate yeah. it man thank, thank you, you so much we'll by. see how the grades go I'll do a reveal a little bit later yep. when I get the cards back so $75 end of day it'll be done by yep I would say if I give us about two hours cool okay Sounds good, man. Okay, Appreciate yeah. it. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. This is the second time I've submitted to NBA uh, authentication. Uh, I did one at the National, and I decided here at the Dallas Card Show I was going to do a few more because uh, it seems like there is a, a real value in what you guys do. There seems to be a premium attached to it on the market, uh, and I think it makes a lot of sense. I talked to Damien. Uh, a long time yesterday, actually. <laughs> I heard. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> about what y'all do, and yeah, yeah. asked him some questions, and and uh, he was really generous with his time, so I really appreciate it. Yeah, we want to be accessible for sure, and honestly, the insurance rates and everything, everyone wants to see it in in person and see you know the process and do the one on one, and once there's a comfort level, you, you said it, you did your first business with us, and yeah, at the national, and then followed up here. So exactly, that makes that's usually what happens. Yeah. Uh, and it, it it does make sense from like even if there isn't a huge value uh, increase, what does make sense to me is that it does help a transaction go oh, through, yeah. even if it doesn't help the premium. And I would argue from the data that's on the market that there probably is a premium attached to it. Yes. Uh, but even at its worst, for seventy five dollars, that at least helps a transaction go through. I I completely agree with you. If you want to introduce yourself real quick, I'm Mike Baker with uh, MBA here at the Dallas Card Show. Um, Went over a four-card uh, review after they've been stickered to explain why they got what they got. And Mike, you were at PSA for a long time, right? A little bit of your history. Yeah, uh, first employee at PSA, um, first director of grading, the entire senior staff that's there currently. Um, 
uh, I trained, uh, hired, um, great, great group of guys. They enjoy what we all enjoy, you know, looking at great cards. Yeah. So, you know, and I get to look at what they've done uh, with PSA holders and yeah. you know, give it a double stamp. Yeah. Highlight the best of the best, basically. Do you so. ever reach out to the people at PSA and say, hey, you guys need to get your shit together? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll go have a beer with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no. That's funny. No, it, it's uh, it's all good. They do, they, they stay in their lane and I'm, I'm staying in mine. So, awesome. yeah. All right. So, all we'll right. start off Hard with one. the uh, 1995 Stadium Club. I'll show it to the camera real yeah. quick. Michael Jordan. Reveal. It got a gold sticker. This is the 95 Jordan Warp Speed in a PSA 10. One of my favorite inserts uh, just to look at, and uh, it got a gold sticker. Yeah, so right off the get, <clears throat> I always notice the centering. I'm sure, you know, people go, you know, what what makes a card get a sticker or not? And centering the, right off the get, because you have to loop the corners to see if there's any frictional corner wear or whatever surface issues or edge issues there may be. Um, this one, top to bottom, fits within the gold standard, uh, which is 5545 to 6040 on the front, and 6040 to 6535 on the back. Cool. Um, I remember this card yesterday, actually. There's just a, a light little tip in that upper right yeah. on the black border card. And usually, you know, black border cards are so condition, condition sensitive that um, you look at it and it'll chip or whatever. So. Um, you can see just a slight little nip right there. If that was intact, this, this would be, definitely be a black diamond candidate because the oh, really? in the front is really nice. Yeah. And Damien said that y'all haven't given out a black diamond in like three shows. At least. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 100%. So the black diamonds are really rare. Yeah, they're tough. Um, but this still got a gold diamond. Gold diamonds. On gold diamonds are tough. It, to get a diamond, it's tough. It's yeah. not just you know. It's not just the silver, gold, or black. It's number one. You're looking at a PSA 10. Yeah. So already, it's a great card. Now it's just you know of the sea of tens out there in terms of you know not all tens are created equally yeah. which one can you have right and every card that we get is data-based um entered so there's a population report so the more that we get of this particular card you'll see silver gold or black over time and it's it's proven to be you know over a little over a year now we've done i think almost 90 plus thousand cards so we're we're cruising you know yeah, so some awesome. good data points out there for everybody so we sit there so Very this cool. one Go ahead. It's the 2007 Kevin Durant Finest Refractor in a PSA 10 as well. Uh, also got a gold sticker. So let's go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> someone's got a good eye. Yeah. I've had some good luck with you guys, and I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that I'm picking up good cards. Yes. So. Let's see here. Okay. You can see a light. Just a light little nip right there in that lower right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So these things that can, that type of stuff that can be articulated is exactly why it's not a black and why it can be a gold. It's better than a silver. So, and you know, the card on the front, it's dead centered again. Um, you know, there's no surface or edge issues and basically deserves to be highlighted. All you right. Know? So. Cool. All right, card number three is a 97 Tim Duncan uh, Jambalaya insert, one of my favorite cards in my collection. I'm a born and bred from San Antonio, so I'm a Spurs fan. There you go. Jambalaya. Uh, and also got a gold sticker, so I'll take mm -hmm. that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Damien explained a little bit on the other side of this one with Jambalaya, especially yeah. having the little, the little the tab. Neck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, 
but it's still because of the set and how condition sensitive the set is y'all do take that into account as part of the overall grade yeah 100% again like killer centering uh, Beckett gave it a 9.5 on centering corners they gave it a 10 you know surfaces on five and edges which is where yeah. they're calling it out too yeah so um, I disagree it's 8.5 but you know that's you know minutiae really yeah I, I would probably put it as a nine because they all have that right you know right. before you know a black they can't have it so um, do you think there's a chance that you resub this and get a nine five because of that we've gotten some great stories of people who've done that um, and gotten a bump yeah you know, we've We've uh, gold uh, 9.5 Beckett, and they've jumped to pristine. You know, we've blacked pristines, and they've jumped to black label. Yeah. So those are some great data that we've heard from customers that have you know used us whatnot. So it. Uh, I mean, those are great stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because that, that value proposition just skyrocketed. You know. Absolutely. So That's it's a good thing, and we had a guy that showed up uh, yesterday and showed a a, a black label uh, BGS. Um, with a black diamond on it, and he was so happy. He had a like a, a tr- triple black, basically, because the car was a black. Oh wow! Yeah, so he was pretty stoked. That's awesome. Yeah, very cool. All right, now this is the interesting one because it didn't get a sticker. Uh, this is my '97 Tim Duncan Flare Showcase Row Zero Legacy Collection. So, if you can explain this one a little bit, um, Damien did walk me through a little bit of that that, that corner. But if yeah. you want to explain it, that'd be great. So, to start, any card that's submitted. If it doesn't receive a diamond, it re- you get a little report card. Which is really nice. Like, this does, opposed to actual sending cards into grading and getting them back and yeah. thinking it was going to be a 10 and it comes back a 7 and yeah. you have no idea why, this is really helpful. One of the biggest frustrations is, you know, when you send a card off, and or at least on review, and you get it back, you spent the money, and no one knows what the, what did I yeah. pay for. Because you, you don't know how to change it going forward or no, what to look for going and forward. And you, you want to be educated. You want to make sure that if you sell the card... The other guy is not going to get the bump. Right. So at least right. you have an understanding, like, oh, I agree, that card will never get it. So you can, like, go, your, you know, keep it in your PC or sell it or whatever you're going to do. Yeah. So. And this is the sheet that NBA puts on there again. It does give a good yeah. piece of information as to why, uh, and that helps. It so. does. So to, for a 9.5, and, you know, Beckett did, they did hit it as a 9, yeah. which I agree with. Yeah. Um, but you can clearly see. You know the light, the light little, yeah, the light little uh, nip that it has on the uh, the corner there. Yeah, you see it. And a lot of times, pack I call it frictional packware, where the card's sitting within inside the pack, and inside the box, inside a case, yeah. it goes wherever it goes. It finally gets out of the pack, and things like this can't happen. Yeah. So. Well, I appreciate it. This has uh, been a really fun reveal. I'm glad to send another four cards to you. I'm sure yeah. we'll be sending more to you all Absolutely. in the I'm future. So I appreciate it. Business. Thank you so much Pleasure. for your time. You bet. Yeah.